and welcome to Talkin' Trades, the weekly podcast where we talk about comics so you don't have to. I'm Jeremy, I'm a DC fan, and my favorite super kid is Donna Troy. And I'm John, a Marvel nut, and my favorite super kid is Honey Badger. Welcome to Talkin' Trades. I know literally nothing about Honey Badger. Who is Honey Badger? Honey Badger's adorable. She is Does she not another... give an F? Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, She... She is uh, Laura's little sister. Also went through the Weapon X program. She's on oh. X Men Red. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's a really good tie-in for next week. But this week, we're not talking about that. Um, so, does she have her own? Is she just like new, like like within the last few years? As far as all new, yeah, she's as new as all new Wolverines. Where she oh, that's be, cool. To my knowledge, anyway. That's cool. Yeah, uh, she's great. I would like to read more Laura stuff eventually. I haven't read hardly any. Is X twenty three apparently X Men any good? All or new Wolverine, Wolverine is done. Well, they brought back Logan, didn't they? I don't know if he's taking over Wolverine, but I think it's called X twenty three. There's some kind of break. But Laura's in the still arc. there. Yeah, where like you can read the entirety. I think it's the right. They switch writers, so they switch names. Gotcha. But all of All New Wolverine is done. And it's supposed to be very, very... I've read about eight-ish issues. Great. Interesting. Absolutely great. Very interesting. Here's a crossover with Squirrel Girl. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I like Squirrel Girl now that I've read more Squirrel Girl. There's... you will appreciate this. There's one part where she comes in, and she brings a wolverine. Yeah, like like the like, animal? Yeah, like, like a, the vicious wolverine. animal? Yeah. And Laura's like... I, I can't I can't talk to Wolverines. And Doreen goes, anyone can talk to Wolverines. It's just understanding. <laughs> you just can't that. understand Wolverines. Oh my god. She totally would. <laughs> to a much lesser so extent great. of like comedic gold, Donna Troy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes billed as Wonder Woman's little sister, sometimes billed as Wonder Woman's daughter, sometimes billed as like another version of her. It, it depends. She's like the Teen Titans Wonder Woman and she's great. She wears all black, she's a badass, and she's cool as hell. Nice. Um, Two very different takes very. on this question. <laughs> I was gonna do I was gonna do Damien, but okay. I think he's more of a sidekick than a super kid. He's also not super powered, not anymore at least, not since the Omega event. Fair. That's why I didn't do Bucky because he's not. He's also not a kid anymore. He's a man now. Yeah, but he was like fourteen. Yeah, but like now he's an adult, and him and Steve are boyfriends, according to the internet. According to the internet. Just according to the internet, though. <laughs> not and according to canon. Not according to anything. <laughs> Definitely not according to John. You hate those. That's like your least favorite headcanon. It's, yeah, I'm not a fan. What's, what's in your mind, not, not what's worse, which one do you dislike more? That one or the headcanon where Peach and Daisy are lesbian lovers? Oh, God, anything with Daisy. <laughs> you kidding me? Anything she, with she Daisy. She might be your least favorite anything. Uh-huh. Ever. I hate her. I hate her so you much. hate her so much. Uh, I think Dan was like, well, at least Daisy doesn't get rescued. I'm like, oh, yeah, Dan? Well, explain Super Mario Land. <laughs> That was it the that's Game Boy? That's the Game Boy one, but you're rescuing Daisy. Queen uh, Prince of Sarasaland. 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 What is that? That's her kingdom. But is it like a play on words or something, or is it just a stupid name? I think it's named after like a cloth or pattern. Okay. That's uh, stupid. Yeah. Let's get into This Week in Geek. This Week in Geek. This Week in Geek, we've got some stuff. Let's talk. Let's start light and work to heavy. Okay. So let's start with the streaming services. Sure. Disney streaming service. John, you know more about this than I do. What's up with this? Uh, a couple things. Um, the first thing is that Ant-Man and the Wasp is the last Marvel movie to be hitting Netflix. Okay. Starting with Captain Marvel. So wait, is Infinity War go on Netflix? Um, it could. Hmm. I don't know if it will. But starting with Captain Marvel, 
uh, all Marvel movies will go straight to not straight, but like they will, will only up. be featured on Disney streaming service, and then like. Google Play and iTunes, something like that. Yeah, oh, you'll as, be able to buy them. As far as streaming services, interesting. You'll be able to buy them, absolutely. But as far as, as like your membership and you can yeah. watch these things, it's going to only be the Disney streaming service, starting with Captain interesting. Marvel. Interesting. Uh, What's as, the price point going to be for that? Do they know? They haven't said nope. Okay. Nothing like that. Uh, they also said that there will be zero R-rated content hitting that platform. So that means no Deadpool. No Deadpool. Also, what's going on with, like... Luke Cage and Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Iron Fist. Well, Netflix, I wonder if Netflix has certain rights to that and like they have a contract that extends past this and they'll just keep the shows on there. Because you said movie, right? Is it, they, did they specifically say the last what movie or last Marvel movie. property? So maybe the other Marvel properties will still be on Netflix, um, like those. And maybe the, um, the animated the, shows. Because all those, sh- the, the, the Daredevil verse, if you want to call it, is, or Marvel Knights, really. Uh, Defenders, I guess. Anyway. Knights is good. Knights, very, Knights would be a really cool way to, to declassify that. It's very R-rated in content. 100%. So I don't think it would even work. Season 1 of Jessica answer. Jones is about a rape. The whole mm-hmm. thing's a rape. The Punisher has so much violence. Yeah, that's not even like... So much violence. That's not even in the same category as, <laughs> as some of the Marvel stuff. Um, I would just think that Netflix probably maybe didn't see that coming, but thought ahead and were like, we want to make sure we have this no matter what. Yep. Because... Disney could absolutely go PG and ruin those shows. Not ruin, get rid of those shows. Yep. Conversely, DC just has a nice segue. They went the opposite direction. I think they did a really good job with, with this. Titan, the Titans trailer. <sighs> it's our first impression for what it? it's our first impression for what's new on the service. Mm. Then they did you notice that they immediately after that released, "Hey, we got three new animated's coming." <laughs> exclusive to the universe. Exclusive to the universe. Or no, not exclusive, but they're going to be on the universe. So it's called DC Universe. So DC Universe. Um, I pre-ordered it. It was 75 bucks for 15 months. It, it, I ended up getting three months for free um, because I pre-ordered. So when, I, when it comes out, I'll get everything on the service immediately. So that's some comic books. It's not going to be like Marvel Unlimited. It's going to be like a curated selection, which you told me about that, which mm. is cool. All of the movies ever made... All of the animateds ever made and the upcoming animateds. A lot of the animated shows, they haven't confirmed if um, Justice League uh, Unlimited will be on there. But that, I would imagine, will be because you got Batman the Animated Series, Superman the Animated Series. It's the only one I haven't seen specifically listed, so I'm worried. I'm wondering if I was... But it is coming back, right? Not that I know of. A really? new one? I thought it was. They're making something with the Justice League, but I don't think they've announced it yet. Hmm. They're making new Teen Titans. They're making new Young Justice. That's what I'm thinking of. Young Justice. Okay. That's something um, Justice League Dark, the movie, is going to be on there. Um, or the show, if they do that. All that stuff. For a reasonable price. You don't have to pay by the year. You can pay by the month. Mm. It's like 7 bucks a month, I think. Yeah, it's, um, it's less than reasonable. Um, but like... That's going to save me from having to buy any of the animateds, which I was buying every animated because they're really good. I don't have to buy any of the, like, spin-off Lego movies to watch them. I don't have to rent them. I'll get those for free or prepaid. It's going to be really nice. And it's all-encompassing on their media. The only thing they don't have everything on there is their comic books, but I'm, I'm guessing they're going to have a good chunk. Realistically, if they have Justice League, Batman, and Flash, that's three things off my pull list I don't have to go buy. I just don't know that... The profit margin for a comic book at the store is just so high. Oh, absolutely. And you don't want to, like, you also want to support your local business. Um, this has been kind of a constant tension with Magic lately, 
uh, and they're supporting local business versus buying boxes cheaper online, but you want to support the store, because if you don't support the store, then where are you going to go to play the game? Right? Like, right. you have to support it. And I feel that as much, like, comics, it's a bit different. You don't go play comics. You can read them wherever. You can consume them wherever. It can be physical or digital. There's no more or less content. So that's a little bit different. This is. But I, mean, I just don't is... think it's going to be every issue day and date. It can't be. It can't be. Because of what you just said. But what it does say is, this is what's on their website. Okay. Must read comics. From Action Comics number one, the original, yep. to Rebirth. That's now. DC Universe lets you add to your digital long box from a curated list of modern and classic, classic digital comics. It might not include. Our world-class digital comic reader will change the way you read comics, especially when you enjoy it on your big screen TV. That, that I'm not going to read comics on my I TV. I will. I will. On your TV? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm already sitting here. I can just flip through them. Like, with the, if it's got the guided view, like on Comixology. What I'll probably end up doing is this will get me to read those, like, offshoot books, if they have them. You know, like the Brave and the Bold that just came out with Wonder Woman and Batman. Um, uh, the, uh, the Deathstroke series. It also could be a place where they can publish smaller books that aren't going to sell as well. I'm still going to go out and buy my my physical Batmans. I want those. I'm probably going to still buy my physical Justice Leagues. But I don't have to go buy Justice League of America, Justice League Space, Justice League Dark. I don't have to go buy all of them. That'd be pretty cool. You're right. I still want to support my local comic shop, which actually is really tough right now because I just found a comic shop across the street. Right now I'm driving to McHenry, but I love that store so much. Mm-hmm. So I can't hate Rose Edge in McHenry. If you are a comic book fan, they are beyond worth going to see. And if you're seeing. local. Oh my gosh! Yeah. If, you're, if you are Chicago. anywhere north of like, I don't know, man. If you're if you're west of Wheeling and north of like Dundee, they're worth going to. They're fantastic. Really, really love them. Um, so I'm gonna still buy physical comics, um, but this will be nice to I can actually buy them, and then if they're free on here, I don't have to take them out of the plastic. I can read them. That's what I love about having digital comics is mm-hmm. I have my collection and I can read them without. It's really hard to carry around comics. Like I've got my short stack right there of reads. That's just last week. So I've got a lot to do. Um, but the DC Universe is shaping up, even if I just used it for movies and TV, to be very worth it. The platform's great. If there was a Marvel one, I would totally do it. If Disney ends up being the Marvel one, I totally will do it. If Marvel does... just Marvel should just copy this and then maybe improve on it. Like They'll have Marvel Unlimited, mm-hmm. which would actually probably destroy brick-and-mortar stores. So that would be tough. But there's a lot of potential here. Uh, you also get members-only merch, which is pretty cool. You can buy certain things that only can be bought on the DC Universe. I just toys. don't know how I feel about, like... I'm hoping this is where they do the You're allowed DC to box. purchase things because you're already giving us money. I mean, they're going to do it anyway. It's just... They do, I don't... It's just But they do stuff weird. like that anyway. It's like Comic-Cons. Like, you you had to buy... You had to pay to get in here. Now you can buy this exclusive stuff, which is overpriced. It's not much different. And that one's probably even worse because it's way more. What they may do with this is stop doing members only. They may have member deals or members first chance, like first dibs. Or this is where the DC crate could be now, which would be fantastic. Um, the Marvel crate's at Amazon? Yes. Did you get it yet? Uh, I skipped July. They, the, so there was one month that just skipped. Like it should have been June. Instead, it was July. There's one. There's one month in transition. Just lost. Oh, they just didn't so now one? they're on the odd numbers. Gotcha. Um, uh, I it was Deadpool. I skipped it. What? Apparently, people are not super down with the. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, with the crate. 
which is fine. I think it's Deadpool... I don't know if it's him on a unicorn, if that's something else. But that there's like a single taco holder that's like... Who cares? Wow. Right, right. Who cares? Um, I don't know. It just was not very well reviewed. Sounds at dumb. all. Yeah. Sounds dumb. But the next one is Venom, and I will give them my money. Oh, yeah, you for will. For Venom. <laughs> so the DC Legion of Collectors box has not... They don't know where it's going to be at, and they don't know the next theme. Um, it very well could be Universe. That would be cool. It says coming soon, and they haven't announced anything. The Amazon box also is not the, the box you're used to. It's, like, much thinner. Really? Yeah, it's like it's like that. Same price? This is great. Um, yeah. It's about like three inches high. And then... A little more than a foot across. Picture like a little bit taller than the like Taco Bell $5 boxes. That's it? It looks really For small. the same price? If you, if you look it up, yeah, it, it looks pretty small. And that's why people are upset, because it was the same price. But it was like, maybe there was the pop, and then nothing I heard about. box was just bad? Maybe. Because the Guardians 1 box is not great either. But, like, who's to say? What is it called? Oh, here it is. Uh, yeah. Funko Marvel Collector Core. You know, oh, it's not. It's, it's, yeah, it's 30 bucks. Venom. That's cool. Oh, maybe it is the same box then. Well, maybe. Because it looks about the right size. That's just, I mean, that could just be a picture, though. That's true. Um, this is great content. I'm so glad we're making that. The Deadpool one's No, that does look about the same size then. It's Never mind. Humongous. I'm just crazy. Uh, okay, so we're looking through it. Yeah, so it's Deadpool riding a unicorn, a bag tag, and a, a, uh, the popping up The pop keychains, they've been kind of... Pocket pops, they're calling them. Yeah, they've been kind of pushing those. Uh, two taco and, holder, yeah. which is stupid. As as far as... Not that taco holders are dumb, but the fact that that is like... <laughs> that's like the that's thing. That's it. Yeah, there's no wearable, that's I don't think. That's a terrible box. That's a terrible box. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame people for being upset. So. Hard pass. Um... <laughs> Keeping with positive news, uh, as we just bash Collector Core, Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Patrick Stewart. He's coming back as Captain oh, Picard. Picard. So that's kind of cool. That's I don't. I'm not a Star Trek guy. I'm not. That's cool though. I like I like Patrick Stewart. And I want him to work more. Um, okay, we'll save the last. We'll save the the thing for last. Sure. Let's talk trailers. Venom trailer. Yeah, we got two. a rock block here for you guys. Venom trailer two. I liked it a lot. They said symbiote. I know. I'm they so didn't happy. say symbiote. I'm so happy. Uh, maybe Jenny Slate was maybe she was given bad direction for that scene, and maybe she's the one who says it. God, would be so. funny is if Tom Hardy was like his character was like that's not how you say it. That could be funny. <laughs> uh, it looks good. Looks a lot better than that. It first does. Trailer. It looks way better than I thought. Venom actually looks intimidating, mm-hmm. but also he has like jokes. He still looks as. Good as I think you can do. It's gonna be yeah. in like a live action yeah. movie. Yeah, it's got a similar thing with Spawn. We're like, it's just it's hard. It's yeah. tough. Do your best. Yeah, we're all, we're all like already in. Um, if the character is good, the stuff with Tom Hardy and the the you know when Venom says he's gonna eat that guy's face, mm-hmm. and then it cuts back down. He's, he's like, like oh, I'm sorry. Got vir- I like. I'm, I'm so liking ridiculous. his voice more. I'm liking that mm-hmm. accent he's doing. It's like a like a very specific part of New York. I don't know which part, but it's like a really... You know the one. It's just like super specific. To yeah. like, and people from there are like, that just sounds just like us. And I really like... Tom Hardy's the man. Um, there, Someone pointed out on Instagram, there's like a lot of that red and blue imagery, like from the comics, where half of Venom was like red mm-hmm. and half was blue. I really like that. If it was unintentional, that's still The only cool. thing from Trailer 2 that I hope is that the other symbiote at the end is not, Colin is not Carnage. Not Colin Cassidy. 
Cletus? Cletus Castain. I also hope it's not him. It could be Anti-Venom, and that's fine. I don't know anything about Anti-Venom, so that, I'd be fine with that. He looked kind of, like, um, gray. So that could be... That could that's be... what I'm thinking they're leading, but I believe Anti-Venom was Venom. It was... I believe. Eddie Brock? Yeah. I mean, it, late, more recently in Spider-Man, um, Anti-Venom was Flash. And Flash, Flash was Thompson? Venom. Yeah. Anti-Venom. A symbiote. Symbiotes. And so he's had multiple hosts. Originally it was Eddie Brock. Second host, Roderick Kingsley, a.k.a. the first Hobgoblin. Mm-hmm. Then it went to Flash. It is currently Flash, it says. Yeah. Um, toxic shock syndrome. Ooh. Um, okay. So that's, so yes. So it could be an offshoot or it could be the bad guy. They could change. They've already done that in Marvel movies. They change like some things. That's fine. Um, Venom movie... Oh, people are saying Carnage. I hope not, though. Early Tom Hardy confirms Carnage in Venom movie? That's that's from I January. I feel old. Yeah, January. okay. Riot will... Movie theory. Mm-hmm. Sequel will deal with Carnage. That's see, that's how it should end. So Carnage could be in here, and then it's not a thing until the sequel, if there is one. post credit scene. Destroyed, you know, area where the symbiote was, and then just says Cassidy, see Cassidy, and there's just like a little bit of red um, symbiote on his like wall, but it's destroyed. End the movie. Could be anything, yeah. I just really only because it's like not red. Yeah, <laughs> that's my only oh, real problem with this. Is not red. Or just happy um, it's its own thing, where it's just this other guy's symbiote. Don't call it anti venom. Don't call it carnage. Don't call it anything. Uh, just let it be. That could be fine too. If you need brand recognition, I agree. Anti-Venom. I don't want a Carnage yet. I also want Venom to be an established anti-hero, not a straight-up murdering villain, before he fights Carnage. Because I really like that part of Venom when he's the anti-hero. Um, I don't like the murderous Venom as much, unless he's got a foil. But that would be murderous psychopath fighting murderous psychopath. They would team yeah. up. That wouldn't be interesting. Um, Shazam. How much better does this movie look than we all thought it would? It looks so good. It looks really funny. Of all non of all movies that aren't related to Spider-Man properties that I am excited about, this one is the high is the top of my list. Number one red suit guy next to Spider-Man for you. <laughs> Number one red suit. Yeah, sure. 100%. <laughs> Zachary. Well, Lee. Phoenix. Guy, I said guy. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Specifically man. Um <laughs> Zachary Levi's bodysuit looks a lot better in the movie mm-hmm. than it did in those pictures, which, mm-hmm. like, so did Henry Cavill's. Everyone everyone was really on him about that. Like, you're not big enough? Henry Cavill wore a bodysuit. Sometimes you just wear the bodysuit. It yeah. really accentuates. Relax. Man, he looks funny. He looks, or mm-hmm. it sounds hilarious. The, it's Billy! Yeah. <laughs> the don't scream. Yeah. And it's then so the guy's, uh, the, it's so, it, it, it is big with superpowers. You saw which it, is all we right? want. Yeah, yeah. The kid with the the crutch is Eddie from It. It, sure. it, it is. He was okay. he was really funny in It. He looks like he's gonna be funny again in this one. Um, just, oh my god! They had the he's doing like the Fortnite dance like that, was a, uh, and then he they got like Kendrick Lamar's rap in the back. Man, it just looks like this one's gonna be firing on all cylinders. Now, obviously, it could suck. It's this one looks. It's gives one me more thing hope. we have not seen at all from the DC. EU DC, uh, DC worlds, worlds, which is fun. Uh, you know, it's you saw it in Suicide Squad. You were really high on Suicide their Squad. Superpowers. <laughs> That's true. Like it's someone 
It's almost like a kid Having who got superpowers. Right. Mm. It just mm. looks great. If that's the whole movie, the movie wins. That's all you need to do. Any word on a bad guy? Uh, yeah, Dr. Savannah. He's in the trailer. He's the bald guy. Okay. Dr. Savannah. Savannah or Savano? I think Savano was from a series of unfortunate events. Savannah or Savano was the main Shazam antagonist in the comics, like, originally. Uh, he was, like, he's just a little bald dude um, with, like, a messed up eye. I'm going to double check that I had the right guy. Uh, in the meantime, what we touched upon, which has come to light lately, is that Warner Brothers and DC, they never coined the phrase DCEU. Yep. That was a press thing, not a, not a them thing. So they have since called it, labeled it as their movie universe is the DC Worlds universe. What's interesting is that with by calling it DC Worlds, movies don't have to be in the same universe. Yes. Which is great. Very DC. This one looks like it's set in the the Justice League universe, though, because of that bat the battering. Yeah, but like it could be. I yeah. Just it <laughs> looks like. Um, I would like it to be. I don't think you. Sh- I, I think you should get a vision and stick to it, and do the thing and not compromise. So he just is a bad guy. He wants to take down. He, I think he take wants Shazam. The world. I think he wants Shazam's powers. Originally, he was like a guy who wanted to help the world, kind of like Alex Luthor, but he let it go to his head. Um, this one looks. It's played by Mark Stone. No, that's a hockey player. The guy who was just bald and mean and everything. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm really know. bad at this today. Now. He was in. I don't know. What's that movie where he's, it's the two brothers? It's Hasha Baron Cohen's in it. He's the other one in that. He looks like a Jason Statham, like. He's the other kind one. of guy. Oh, where like he's the, the one's he's the Merlin. assassin. He's Merlin in the Kingsman. I should have started there. Oh, um, I'm an idiot. This that that it's not, it's not Stanley Tucci. It's other Stanley Tucci. I love Stanley Tucci. Yeah, but it's not him. It's the lookalike. Mm, I wouldn't say looks like him, but yeah, Mark. That is Mark Strong. Look at Mark, you. I said Mark Stone. You said it's Mark Stone. Strong. I wasn't that far off. Look at um, you. Stanley Tucci's in something coming up. What's he in coming up to looks? Oh, he's in um, that zombie movie with uh, with uh, Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. Man, I love Stanley Tucci. That movie looks weird. I'm into it. I'm into it. Um, so Mark, Mark Strong is playing uh, Doctor Savannah. Uh, last trailer that came out that looks pretty good, Aquaman. Another one that looked like much better. DC. I think it looks fine. Looks a lot better than the DC crap they were tuning out for a little bit. I still like the DC crap, but this looks way more appealing to a larger audience. And Jason yeah. Momoa was shirtless in it for like a good chunk of the movie. Looks like even when he's wearing a shirt, he's like half wearing it. So like everyone's also, into that. Also, looks like he's having fun. Yeah. Michael. <laughs> like it's it's, 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 it's weird that's... when these characters enjoy themselves. Hmm. How much better the movie, how at least more appealing the movie is to the audience. Hmm. Yeah, because what was the, one of the better parts of Justice League? The Flash yeah. was having fun. Jason Momoa in My everything. Man. Yeah, just everything every he does. Um, even Game of Thrones, man, he wasn't enjoying himself, but he was clearly very into that role. Huge presence on the screen set every time. <laughs> Literally, man, he's big. He's like six twenty. He's like seven. He's like, he's like eighty feet tall, and he's just built like a monster. I love him as an actor. And the guy who's playing the brother, uh, who is Night Owl, I'm, I'm into that guy. I can totally see him as a bad guy. Uh, Amber Heard has very red hair, but like so does Mira. So that's fine. I like how they did away with the whoosh, make a 
You can just talk. Make underwater. a bubble to speak underwater. You yeah. can just talk. Underwater well, what's his now? name? Who was directing the movie? Was like, we're not doing that. We're dropping that <laughs> immediately. So Take just, this. When cut it. <laughs> when Justice League came out, he's like, no, we're not doing it. Which is fun. Which is good. Because have any conversation. Whoosh, it's stupid. It's stupid. It's expensive. Yeah. Like you don't need that at all. They're fish. They're mermaids. Mm-hmm. Mer merfolk. They should be able to talk underwater. Whoosh. Yeah. The uh, yeah, the movie looks good. Uh, Black Manta looks fantastic. Didn't think they would nail him in a movie like well. Mm-hmm. No, that helmet is so dumb. They make it look cool in the movie. Oh, because they made it smaller in the comics. Oh, it's so if it was comic size. Oh ridiculous. yeah, right. But like, <laughs> they keep screwing stuff up in DC, so it wasn't out of their own possibility for them to screw that up, and they didn't. Which we'll see. I think that purely on aesthetics. I just yeah. mean on aesthetics. <laughs> that character may suck. I think they should have released the Aquaman trailer first, because it's. I feel less. I saw the Aquaman trailer first. <laughs> well, that's that's how you're supposed to do it. I did not for a reason, but I don't know. I just I'm so excited for Shazam. It just looks so good. I think people are They're all... They're also not, really definitively bitter. not using the Captain Marvel name. That's fine. Just go with Shazam. Call him Shazam. Or call him Billy. I'm just saying... Call him Billy. Like, the, in the movie. Just, just call put him. it out there. I hope, I hope everyone calls him Billy. I would like them to make, like, a joke about it. They're not. They're not touching it. They're not? No. Dang. Or if it just says Marvelous, like, that could be funny. Man. Or not. Who's... who's uh, What's Zachary? Zachary Levi was in Chuck, right? Yes. And Thor the Dark World and Thor Ragnarok. I didn't see it. He was in Thor Ragnarok? For like a hot second. Oh, right. He's the one guy, like Leif Erikson looking dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I never saw Dark World the whole way through. I couldn't get through it. I hated it. I tried so many times. I hated it. It's so good. You are. That's the one thing you're in the super minority for. Yeah. Usually you're not. It's a great fantasy movie. Like, if you don't want a fantasy movie, don't watch it. The thing is, I like fantasy. Then I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Maybe it's just a bad movie. <laughs> James Wan. That's the director of Aquaman. I couldn't remember his name. Uh, we're at 20. Well, I mean, you know who was supposed minutes. to direct Thor Dark World? James Wan? No. Who was? Uh, Patty Jenkins. No way. That's the whole thing. That started this that. whole fallout with, um, with uh, her actual name. Natalie Portman in Marvel. Is because she's like, listen, I don't want to do a Thor 2. They're like, do a Thor 2. She's like, okay, listen, I'll do a Thor 2, but you got to give Patty Jenkins. She's great. She's got to do this thing. Marvel's like, absolutely, we agree, we'll do it. They get Portman to sign all the paperwork. Then they, I think, crave differences part ways with Patty Jenkins. Okay. So now Portman is super bitter because she doesn't want to be in this movie at all. I've never heard of Patty Jenkins saying anything negative about Marvel. She has. She's, she's also act. a consummate professional. Yeah. Yeah. She did Monster. I was like, how would Natalie Portman know Patty Jenkins? Monster. Yeah. So that was why she was like, okay, I don't want to do anything else with this universe. You guys have like screwed me over with this. So it wasn't a Natalie Portman situation, where she, or not Natalie Portman, a uh, not a Gwyneth Paltrow, where she was just, I'm better than this. She was mad. No, she was very bitter over Patty Jenkins not being the director of Thor: Dark World Whoa. after she was told she would direct Thor: Dark World, and that was a large motivating factor into why she got there. Because I think for Thor, you probably all... don't sign the love interest for multiple films, because who knows how well a Thor movie's going to do in 2011. Absolutely. If that's all 100% accurate, which I'm not saying you're not accurate, but like who knows the other things, then Natalie Portman's 100% justified. Mm, I and get it. Patty Jenkins is, again, a consummate professional. Um, she went on to have a mediocrely successful career, I heard, right? Patty Jenkins? 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, just did one of the best movies ever made, and is going to do a sequel that hopefully is just as good. I, I hope so. Wonder Woman 1984? Yeah. Um, well, I was going to say something else about Thor Dark. Oh, who did direct it? Was it Kenneth Branagh? I'm not sure. But I pulled the article. It's a thing that did happen. All right, we've been putting this off long enough. Uh, this is going to be a long episode as it is. James Gunn. We haven't talked in a while. Yeah. <laughs> we have to go through. Alan Taylor did Thor 2. James Gunn. So, some tweets were dredged up of his, and he said some pretty, in my opinion, pretty cringy jokes that just weren't funny. Um, not just because they were insulting, just they just weren't funny. Um, some pretty bad stuff. Ten years ago but Disney fired him for said tweets uh, and this is all after he 10 years ago apologized for well it well before Guardians of the Galaxy was also well before he changed as a human being no one's the same person they were 10 years ago um, and it's not like he physically assaulted anybody mm-hmm. he didn't commit a crime he made some bad jokes like there are plenty of comedians in very poor taste oh absolutely but like is that a... It, if, if he did it now, is that a fireable offense? Yes. But this seems like a massive overreaction. Well, that's my, my, my whole... My stance is that if whatever happened happened before his contract... Well... Before he was under contract with you, I don't feel he should be punished for it. I'm going to look up. When did Guardians come out? 2012? 13? So, James Gunn... This was ten years ago. You know what? You know what would be uh, very interesting is if okay. So what is it? Guns resurfaced. Gun tweets. Guns sent from 2008 to 2011 that joked in racist, homophobic fashion. Yeah, they were bad jokes, absolutely. But 2014 is Guardians. So this it was, was well three before. years before the movie. Yeah. Even if you start development in 2012, still before. Mm-hmm. And he. Absolutely came out and apologized. That's the thing. He came out and apologized. He made a statement, like, before he was working for Disney about how messed up this was and how he's a different person and he feels terrible. Everybody makes mistakes. Yep. I have said things that I absolutely regret. Thank God I never tweeted them out. You I would, you probably said some things or done some things you would regret. If you apologize and you better yourself, like he clearly did, what's the problem? And like you keep saying, even if you throw all the moral stuff out, it was before he was under contract. Yeah. I don't think he should be punished well, for what happened not. before his contract where Disney started. I think we both agree that Disney will not back down no matter what. You can't. No matter The mouse is not going to budge. What? There's no way. There's no... They could. They could do it and be fine. They won't. They don't want to set a precedent. No. Why, like, why would you? Well... You should want to, but they won't. That you could. The precedent could be set that the, you, the thing is like Disney has like all the power and bargaining and capacity. racist jokes that they made too. Yeah, yeah, it was a different world, but yeah, 100%. this was a different world ten years ago. Sure, hundred percent. I think that what they should do is, you're right. They don't want to set a precedent, but they could set a good precedent that if things are done before that you're even working for them and they're. You could make it very cut and dry that it's something that he's going. He could go to therapy or whatever. Uh, what's that called? Um, what kind of counseling is that? Uh, sensitivity counseling, sensitivity training. If you really need to make an example of the guy, this is not the way to do it. 
because it's just putting backlash on you mm. at this point. Uh, Dave Bautista has said that he's he is willing to walk off set and never return to his Disney property. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this. Dave Bautista was also a very successful wrestler. He has plenty of income. He'd be fine. He was in a movie recently, a um, big movie recently. I think it was Spectre. He was Inspector. He was yeah. That's he's the all one like then. burned. Yeah. He's in that Hotel Artemis. Oh yeah. The man will be fine. He could absolutely walk. And honestly, I think it'd be a great protest because Drax is an essential character to that team. Quick follow up. Yeah. That was his his condition for walking. But they don't use the gun script. As of today, news broke that Disney has every plan to use the gun script. Oh okay. For Guardians Three. I mean, the man has already come out multiple times and said how mad he is about mm-hmm. this. He may not work with Disney after this. It's he, likely. He, and I think that he'd be in the right. Like, he has every right to... If, if someone fired my I mean, friend... I'm not going to lie. Like four movies of Drax is a lot more Drax than I thought we'd see on the screen ever. It's about four movies more. <laughs> so, like, that's fine. Potentially five. Who's no. Oh, my God. I'm so <laughs> done with the Guardians. I've been done with you the Guardians. You and I both. I've been gun- done since Guardians 1. Ugh. But everyone loves it. It's so good. I got what I wanted out of Eagle Living Planet, and I'm done. <laughs> That's it. That's that was all I needed. Yeah, yes. just uh, space. So to put this to to put a bow in all this, I think that John and I both agreed this was the wrong way to go about this. But in that same vein, we do not agree with what James Gunn said. But I think we can both appreciate him trying to fix it mm-hmm. and apologizing for it. He admitted fault, and he yep. never hurt anybody. Nope. There's so much worse in also, Hollywood. I don't even now. think anyone like took action against him for like trauma for having read this tweet like no. there's nothing new even to come of this no the only thing that came up was in the article i was reading was someone said hey you tweeted this that was pretty messed up he's like you know what you're 100 accurate that was really messed up that i said that and he released like a long statement about it he was like a shock artist yeah that was his like thing cool point that's like getting like i said this to you off off uh, mic It'd be like hiring Joe Rogan to moderate your show and then getting mad when he swears. Like, Joe, you can't say that word so many times. Or at all. And here's why I'm going to say it. Because the Latin <laughs> verbiage, like, it's like, okay. You can't, I don't know. It, that's, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I hope that there's a good resolution. I think DC should hire James Gunn to direct something. Just as a big... That'd be ridiculous. How cra- Doom Patrol the movie. Doom Patrol Do- or like Justice DC- League Dark? No, no, no. Doom Patrol. No? The DC Guardians that no one gave a crap about. Still no one gives a no crap about. No one cares about Justice League Dark. But they have characters in it that people like. Mm. Doom Patrol, with the exception of Gerard Way, nobody really cares. I mean, Gerard Way's not a character in Doom Patrol. Let's no, but be, he wrote it. Let's be clear. He wrote it. Yeah. He, like, <laughs> I, was, I just don't want people to come back sure. and tweet and like... <laughs> There's no Gerard Way into Doom Patrol. You know what? No, no, tag him. No, you know what? He is in it. Tag him and let's fight about this on Twitter, Gerard. (laughs) Get us some exposure. Claudio did it. No, actually, Gerard did it. Claudio liked our tweet. Gerard's street team liked it. Oh, excuse me. So, Gerard, we're here, and we think you're in Doom Patrol. Fight us. (laughs) Um, Gerard Way is in Doom Patrol. (laughs) Change my mind. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah, so James Gunn should do Doom Patrol. Justice League Dark would be fine, too. Just give him something, just as a to 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 Disney. That would be very interesting because mm-hmm. his contract's terminated, right? He's a free agent essentially. Uh, yeah, Disney would have had to have released him. Here's a Dark Horse book. Do do Sandman the movie? Neil Gaiman Sandman. I think I think Neil Gaiman's gonna direct. <laughs> I don't think I was gonna. Do I think Neil Sandman. Gaiman's gonna write the Sandman movie, but it could be, he just brings James Gunn as a producer, and he's like, <laughs> that would be awesome. All right, well, let's talk about... We should probably end this, because this is going to be an hour and a half long episode if we don't stop soon. Uh, 
You got any final thoughts? Uh, not really, no. Cool. Twitter's bad. Stay off the drugs. <laughs> this is a pull list. Here's your pull list. This week on the pull list, we are reading Superman, Volume 1, Son of Superman, written by Peter Day. Peter J. Tomasi and Patrick Gleason with art by Patrick Gleason. You may know Patrick Gleason as the best Batman artist ever. Well, one of them. He's the <laughs> guy who did Batman and Robin 33, where there's no, there's not a single word, and it's the best. And I got, I met him, and I, he wasn't supposed to sign my comic book, but I gushed to him. My daddy did. My daddy did. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's fine. Like, I just talked to you, and he's like, yeah, I'm just hanging out. And I was like. He's like, I just can't do autographs. I'm like, no, that's fine. I just want to let you know this is the best comic book I've ever read. And he goes, there's no words. Here. That's why it's the best comic book I've ever read. So it conveys all the emotion. It made me cry. I love this book. And he's like, oh, that's crazy. He rips out of my hand. Opens it. Goes, that's really weird. That, like, I'm so happy you like it. Signed it. Puts it back. And goes, shh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, it was fantastic. He's the nicest guy. And his art is amazing. Um, so he did all the art for this. And I think he continued for a little bit past... Tomasi's run. I don't know if he did any Bendis work. Bendis is writing right now. Uh, I have that. It's good. The Bendis stuff is good. I'm getting into the Superman stuff. Um, so let's just talk really briefly. The reason that Superman is different now is this Superman is the Superman from Death of Superman. Uh, he came here in the Convergence... And our Superman died. And then see a previous episode for that. Ugh. If you dare. It's so hard to listen to because we don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> um, so this Superman takes over for the dead so Superman. one of my favorite episodes. Oh, by far. As so far as like, the experience recording it. It's it so, so much fun. good. Watch that episode of, uh, or that, uh, that YouTube video like six times. <laughs> so good. Watch The Death and Return of Superman by Max Landis and you'll, you'll, be, a happy, you'll be a happy camper. It's a great video. Uh, so this Superman takes over, and this is him kind of assimilating to the Rebirth universe, and it's him taking the reins of Superman back. So uh, issue one is just kind of him accepting. It's the Rebirth issue. It's him accepting being Superman again. It kind of recaps Death of Superman for you real fast. It shows the mullet Superman, which is just the best. <laughs> uh, it shows him going to the... Fortress of Solitude, he buries old Clark with his parents, and then he's like, yep, I'm Superman now, let's go. Um, and it's really good. Did you, did you, was this confusing for you at all, John? Or did you get it right away? Uh, I, I had previously read this, and at that time I just rolled with it. I think that's the best way <laughs> just... to do it at that point. Nothing's that out of, like, nothing's that, like, you have to know this. It's just like, okay, it's Superman. This is a different Superman, but he's a, he's still Superman. It, it kind of explains itself. Um, issue two is where like the actual story begins. It's the Rebirth issue one. In this one, our new Superman fully it fully takes on Superman. He's not wearing the black anymore because he's done mourning, and he's gonna be Superman. But nobody trusts him. Which like, can you blame him? He's they just also their just like die. trying to have a nice life on a farm with his son and who's wife. Pretty cool. Uh, I like his son a lot. I like this. Lo- this is my great. Lois. Hardcore, like stone cold badass, but is able to like do like she's still writing, 
I like this one. This is the one that uh, what's her name portrays in the movies. Except this one figured out that he was Superman. What's her name still can't still can't figure it out in the in the current comics. Lois can't figure it out in the current comic, which is dumb. Um, but that's my Lois is the one who can figure out that Clark is Superman. It's not Dan Horth. The same guy. I don't know. According to this comic, glasses are very effective. People in comics are stupid. <laughs> not writers, not fans. The people who live in the comic book are stupid. Anyway, um, Jonathan, that's your name. Mm-hmm. Jonathan is uh, Superman's son. He's named after Jonathan Kent. He kills his own cat, which is pretty messed up. Yeah, because there was like a hawk or something taking it away. And he was like, no, let her go. And he blasts it with his eye lasers. But he does too much because he doesn't know how to control his powers because he's like nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the neighbor girl sees it's a whole thing. But the neighbor girl's cool and she keeps a secret. Yep. Uh, well, I mean, she doesn't want to get blasted with eye lasers. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, this issue actually wraps up. So this issue is just kind of like a establishing. But it ends with Batman and Wonder Woman coming to the Kent or the, the Smith farm. Mm-hmm. These Clark Smith and Lois Smith and Jonathan Smith. And they're like, hey, you Superman, we don't trust you. Because you may not be my Superman. Hashtag not my Superman. And uh, he's, it's fine. Uh, but Clark comes in and grabs Jonathan. He's like, let's go. We're doing a thing. What's part of the world that I really like is that uh, John's powers, he's not, Superman isn't really forcing him to train and he's not telling him not to train he's letting him be his own person and make his own decisions as far as his powers are he concerned. does want him to be safe and secret a little bit yep so uh for example the is like hey you, you want to tap in some powers up with the farm he's like no it's okay and because he had just killed the cat at this point and he's like that's fine i get it like he's just very not pressured mm-hmm. just he wants to be there to guide him if he's ready which yep. i think is a really really great dynamic and message it is. Uh, so this little interlude here is a father-son outing to like figure out their powers. Um, they defeat a monster that was destroying a ship. Blah, blah, blah. The point is that Jonathan scrapes his knee and there's blood. Um, which is well, That's when he falls out of the tree. No, it's here. He, cra- he gets knocked unconscious falling out of the tree. Um, there's blood yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because something sees the blood and forms the House of El sign and then flies off. And we'll see it in a minute. The next thing we see is that Jonathan falls out of a tree after talking to her, the girl. Her name is Amanda? What's her name? Sure. What is her name? We can go with Amanda. Okay. Um, no, they definitely... You go. I'll find it. You find it. Okay. So, they're hanging out on the tree. He, uh, she touches his hand and he gets all excited. Kathy. Kathy. She, he gets all excited and he gets so excited that he super strength breaks Snaps the branch, the branch yeah. that he's sitting on. Falling, concussing himself, knocking himself unconscious. Uh, Kathy's grandpa is like, hey, let's take him to the hospital. And Clark's like, huh, no. Nice try. Nice try, <laughs> American. So he like, he's like, no, we're not doing that. And the guy's like, okay, you're being super weird, but like, I'm going to go he's call like, a DCFS. I said I've got him. <laughs> Definitely like, like, okay, something's weird here. I'm going to go call the police. I also love how like, he knocked out. And Clark's first question is, did he regain consciousness on the way over? Yeah. Just not like, is he okay? Yeah. But um, it's just great. So Clark flies him off. He, Clark does a full body scan. He's like, he's okay. Just a concussion. Flies him off to the Fortress of Solitude. Not his Fortress of Solitude. The previous Superman's Fortress of Solitude, which is interesting. It's kind of like going into a dead man's house. Like, 
But like it's also your house. Or like a circuit city. Like I don't know. Wow. I don't know. No, there's more technology here. Oh. (laughs) But uh, but, uh, so you we see so Clark is there and he's like gonna examine him. But we also see that red light that picked up Jonathan's blood is whipping towards the Fortress of Solitude, and it kind of assimilates and And it keeps. And it says something in a very like robotic language. The type is very robotic and precise. You know, proximity of Kryptonian font crystal within three miles of planet's Arctic Circle. Kryptonian genome detected. Assimilate genome. Assimilating. And then, form of eradicator. But, like, it's a molten eradicator. Really cool. It looks so cool. Like a visor where his eyes should be. Well, this is the only eradicator in this universe. The other eradicator never happened. It's still great. I know. I just, <laughs> I really like they retconned and, like, changed it. So mm-hmm. it's not, I'm the same one from your universe. I remember you. He doesn't remember them. That's really cool. Um, we find out that this eradicator was sent by General Zod out into the multiverse, or into the, I'm sorry, not the the universe. The Eradicators. The Eradicators, yes. And their job was to go out, and it was to take things and help Krypton be stronger. Yeah, it was to help Kryptonian life and eradicate things that would threaten it by any means necessary. What happened was they were out, one was out, and Krypton is destroyed. And they come back like, oh God, our one job was to save Krypton from ever being destroyed. Mm-hmm. Now they have to travel the universe trying to find pieces of Krypton. So they got all of the souls from Krypton, which is a moral conundrum in itself, and they pulled it into themselves, into this one. And they've been searching the universe for any signs of Krypton. They came across this. They're like, hey, Kal-El's blood or Kal-El's bloodline. That must mean he's around here. Here he is. They take his form. They, they want to preserve the Kryptonian race. So they don't necessarily want to hurt anybody right this second. But what we find out is that they're going to kill half of Jonathan, his human half, to take his blood and eradicate. Take, eradicate, sorry. And it's gonna, like his only thing. And they're going to absorb <laughs> Superman to form a new race of Kryptonians. Instead of doing that initially, they absorb Crypto, which is the worst thing you can do. Well, yeah, because he tries to, 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 because he's like, cool, so we've got to eradicate the human half, because the human half is a plague, and the Kryptonian half is a blessing. So he's going to essentially assimilate John and then spit out Kryptonian. He's going to spit out human, because he's going to keep oh, he's the gonna Kryptonian, keep Kryptonian in him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's sucking him in. And then Crypto leaps in. Sacrifices himself. Because he's the goodest boy. Well, yeah. Also, like, dogs do that. He's a super boy. Dogs are known to do that. It's great. Good boy. I like dogs. Um, So now Jonathan is like, oh, heck to the gnaw. You just killed my dog. After he lost his cat this week, it's a whole It's been a rough pet week for Jonathan. Actually, day. It's like two days. Poor Jonathan. Um, Clark and the Eradicator fight. Jonathan tries to help. They succeed a little bit. Actually, they succeed enough in letting all of the souls out. Well, okay, before that, the Eradicator, the parts of the fortress are falling, and Eradicator, without hesitation, immediately steps in to save John. That was, that was before all of this. That was last issue. Before he even, that was before he even talks about, um, I skipped over that. But oh, that, that uh, was before he it. mentions Eradicator's, the Eradicator mentions his, like, purpose. This happens. What happens, John? Yeah, he jumps in to save him, and then Superman's like, this is ridiculous. Why would he, without hesitation, save him? I'm going to at least hear him out. And that's when he goes into the whole thing. We were sent by General Zod. 
etc. And he only wants to get rid of the impure half, and that. I didn't realize how much we glossed over. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's and that's like. So Superman's like, oh, okay. I just so, really like this Eradicator. Like super like. evil. Cool. So now I get to beat you mercilessly. Fine. Um, which he does. Uh, he and Jonathan accidentally let all of the souls out, um, which is real bad. Um, because then they're all drawn to a bar. Because in this bar, this guy has a piece of moonstone. Turns out it's got Krypton in it. And seeing as how it's got parts of Krypton, all of the souls are drawn to it. And the proprietor loves him some Superman. That's why he keeps buying this stuff. And why it's spelled S-O-O-P-A. <laughs> yeah. Superman. Superman. Um, so they're all transported to this this bar. And the souls are trying to get into the, the small piece of kryptonite. But it's that, in turn, is amplifying the kryptonite's power, hurting Jonathan and Superman. Mm. It's really bad. So the Eradicator right now could win because the souls are jumping into all the bar patrons and they're able to kind of attack Superman because he's really weak but Superman ends up talking to the souls and is like hey no I'm sorry Lois does she's like hey listen I get it you want to live but you're killing the one the last son of Krypton maybe stop and the souls are like you're right Lois gosh you're smart so they stop they kind of back up it turns out they were forcibly taken by the eradicator you find out they were not they didn't jump into a vessel. They were forcibly assimilated. They're super at peace with passing on, they but can't. they were unable to. So the Eradicator and Superman go to the moon. The Hell Moon, as it's called. Great episode. Great issue. Um, I'm jumping a lot, but a Superman book is really good because you don't need a lot of words. It's a lot of action. On the moon, they go to... They find out that... Superman's sick of Batman always trailing him. So he trailed Batman one time yep. to the damn moon. Goes to the moon bat cave. The the, the mat cave. Which the has bat, robot moon, moon bats. Of course. <laughs> um, also has like hell bat armor, which is pretty cool. Which is the armor he uses to go to Apocalypse, which is sweet to get his son back. Great issue. Because it's space. It's his space armor. Because it's space. Um... Superman's like, okay, cool, we can hang out here. And the Eradicator's like, yo, psych, I'm going to kill you. I totally found you. Superman's like, dude. Destroy, destroy. (laughs) Such a good video. Such a good video. Um, Superman's kind of getting his butt kicked. He actually gets assimilated. Mm -hmm. So Jonathan's like, I'm going to kick your butt. And Lois is like, oh, God, my son and my husband. I better put on this bat armor. (laughs) What's a poor woman to do? Kill you. Yeah. Uh, she uses the analogy you don't mess with the cub when the well, mama bear is nearby. That's not, it's not, she's not wrong. Nope. <laughs> not wrong. Uh, using the bat armor and Jonathan, they were able to kind of beat Superman back out. Yep. And Superman, meanwhile, is tr- trying to commune with the spirits to tell them, uh, like, listen, you're giving him power. This has got to stop. They're like, yo, we're we totally cool with being at peace. Like, he won't let us. He's like, I got an idea. Let me be your vessel. They all go into him. Eradicator loses all but one soul. And he's like, almost powerless. So, but Superman is like now overpowered. He overclocked his, his CPU. He's ready to go. Beats the ever-living heck out of the Eradicator. The last soul that is inside the Eradicator is Crypto. It's Crypto. And Crypto jumps out, and Eradicator's like, no, I am totally defeated. But what's super cool is the way he jumps out. Yeah. Superman puts his arm by uh, by Eradicator's crest and goes, boy, I, I, you need to bite. 
like bite down. Then he rips him out of his chest by the teeth on his arm. Thereby destroying the eradicator. It also destroys the crest, which makes for an amazing piece of artwork. Yes, it does. It's so great. Um, The souls all leave Superman, form the House of L symbol, the S symbol, uh, and they're... they're Yeah, it's like, give me a sign you're okay with this. (laughs) Superman crest Literally your crest. (laughs) Cool, good talk. All right, peace. (laughs) Uh, The eradicator fight ends with uh, uh, Crypto is is standing on top of the eradicator. And Clark goes, sit. And he just sits on the Eradicator's chest. I love it. It's such a great visual. Crypto's an underrated dog. Mm-hmm. Underrated dog. Um, the whole world now has seen this. And they accept that Superman's back. He gets the key to Metropolis. They're like, fine. Superman's back. And this guy, we're really excited to see him. The mm-hmm. volume ends with Clark handing, maybe you can talk about this part, handing Jonathan the hat and glasses. Yeah, he gives the hat and glasses to blend in. The hat is for the Hamilton Huskers, which mm-hmm. is the local team of some kind. Um, and he's like, why is this? And he goes, listen, a lot of people saw like a boy with Superman, and like I want to give you a chance to like not deal with that yeah. at the, the young age of however old you are right now. We've already got the benefit of I went through this. Your mother's a human, so like, you're in good shape here, but let's make sure you got every opportunity. Yeah, um, which is great. And it, it still drives home the point of, like, you get to be your own person. Mm-hmm. Like, Jonathan's worried about taking up the mantle of Superman, but he has his whole life to decide on what to do. He's, like, nine. Yep. Um, and then Clark takes him to... he. That's when he mentions, like, you'd be surprised how people are fooled with the glasses. Mm-hmm. And he takes him to the, uh, to the Justice League Watchtower and says, Bruce, Diana, Superboy. Hi. Hi, I'm Superboy. (laughs) So now Superboy is official canon in the Rebirth universe, and that's the whole thing. Feels like we glossed over it, but I gotta tell you, there's not a ton of... Similar with Death of Superman, where like, they fight all day. (laughs) A lot of fighting, a lot of visual stuff. It's it's worth a a read. The art's really cool, especially to see the Molten Eradicator... Everything at the souls... The eyes looks really cool. cool. The visor, it's so sick. Uh, It's good. It's really, really good. Um, and these three, those two the work together like really for the first sharp, five volumes. And I really like that. Yeah. Peter, or, uh, not Peter. Patrick Gleason is really good. I really like his art. Um, I really like this. It's getting me back into reading Superman. I have the first five volumes. Volume six just came out today. And then there's the um, Bendis stuff. So I'm into reading more Superman as, as time goes on. We'll have to, maybe we could read the first Bendis arc on here when he's got his red underwear back. But uh, what do you think overall? You know, you've already read this. I read this when it, as it came out, and I really enjoyed it. You like it? Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. Well, that's it for the poll this week. Let's see what we're reading next week in the outro. That's the podcast this week. Good episode, fun episode. Glad we uh, glad we talked about Superman finally in a in a positive light. That wasn't we don't know what to say because the last time we covered him was Death of Superman. It was really hard to talk about. Yeah, seminal book, landmark book, absolutely. But just hopefully a good animated movie we're about to watch. We got, we got it queued up right now. Very um, but uh, yeah, this was good. I really enjoyed this. Um, next week, what are we reading, John? Well, next episode. I don't want to say next week just in case, but Who's next episode. Say? 
Uh, next episode is X Men Red, Volume One: The Hate Machine. Do 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 do. Metal AF. Who wrote that? Tom Taylor, and it's written by. Or I'm sorry, it's illustrated by Mahmoud Asrar. Cool. That's the team with uh, Jean Grey's leader. Jean Grey's leader. It's no got use. Jean Grey. It's got Nightwing. Uh, I mean Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Namor, Honey Badger, Wolverine. Um, X twenty three Wolverine, right? Yeah, Wolverine. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, this the there's two X Men I cannot remember. I'm gonna say I'm all right there. Trinity. Uh, it does. Trinary. Trinary. And Gambit. gentle. And Gambit. Cool. Um, so, yeah. So, speaking of the whole, like, two weeks, four weeks in between podcasts, sorry. I, uh, I had a really busy two weeks where mm-hmm. I moved and I switched jobs. Sorry. Uh, it was just something that came up. Um, so, we should be back to regular. Um, we we're going to switch our days from Wednesdays to Wednesdays, Wednesday to Monday coming up here pretty soon. Um, but we should be able to get the podcast out normal times. Yeah, um, they shouldn't. You shouldn't see any change no so apologize for the end. for the long gap but john's yeah first time. on my end it was just like man i i all my free time lately has just been eradicated like i every weekend yeah has just been i i've had no time to myself but why did okay like, yeah no, that's, that's, yeah, it's understandable. It's a busy time of the year. Um, wrap up of the summer, even if you don't have a job that lets you off in the summers, it's tough. But this is your first time in my place. What do you think of, like, the... I'm thinking about changing the wall color. But other than that... Yeah, I, I, I could see eradicating the old color. Why, why do you like do you that? Kinda, why are you saying that? Saying what? You keep saying eradicate. Just say change what? or stop. Yeah, like I said, just eradicate the old color. You want to make it. it you. You don't want to have any ties to the old, you know... Uh, Jonathan... Stop glossing over this. Why do you keep doing that? I'm not eradicating over anything, Jeremy. Okay. I'm going to take John to the... Eradicate the podcast this week. Follow us on Twitter at Talk and Trades. You can follow Jeremy at LizardKing27 and John at Maesterlaka, M-A-E-S-T-E-R-L-A-K-A. Also, find us on Facebook at Talk and Trades. All music provided by bensound.com. Remember, we're not experts, we're fans. 